Truck is my podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy K Things. What's happening? What's cracking? Another day, episode 12. We're about to get this thing going. But before we do, I want to bring up something completely random that happened to me today. Um, I was going to one of my favorite spots after the gym. It's called Flame Broiler. If you're not familiar with Flame Broiler, it's just a spot where you get some grilled chicken and rice and veggies. Real simple. Real simple place. But to make a long story short, the chick that was uh, taking my order, I look at her. Her neck's all fucked up with, with a big bite on it. I'm just like, damn, somebody mm-hmm. bit the shit out of her. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> just to crack a joke, I was like, hey, the customer did that to you? Must have had a rough day. And she was like, no, the customer didn't do that or whatever. But no. my thing, yeah. But my, my question is this, like, is it really necessary to put bites on people? Like, aren't we too old to be out in public with fucking bites on our necks? Hickeys. Hickeys, yes. Love marks. Yeah, love marks. I don't know how good that love making was. <laughs> I don't think everybody needs to know about it. But mm-hmm. a chick once told me one time, we're having a conversation about this. And I said, is it really fucking necessary to have bites all on your neck? Like, yeah. what's the point? She said, well, if you ain't leaving no bites and you ain't doing something right. And I'm like, man, shut up. <laughs> you know, because here's the thing. This is just a little fact here. 75% of women don't have an orgasm during sex. So they're not coming, bro. So my question is this. The guys that are doing all these bites, are they coming in like two minutes and then the girl's not even having getting pleasure, but then they have bites all over them? I feel bad for the chick because mm-hmm. she's not coming, but she's getting bit in her fucking neck. Yeah. Like, is this interview with the vampire? What the fuck is going <laughs> on, man? So I, I just think it's petty. Personally, that's just my opinion. Yeah. I think more more than anything, it just looks unprofessional. Very. You serving my food and you got a nasty hickey on your neck? That just look crazy. Look like a fucking tetanus or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> you got Ebola and trying to serve me a bowl of rice. I don't know if I want that. <laughs> Ebola rice. <laughs> <Do-do-tsh>. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. But so, yeah, that, that's just my take on that. I yeah. think the hickey thing is completely unnecessary. Yeah. I think you, as men, I just think we should focus more on a woman's body and trying to actually make her have an orgasm instead of biting her all in her fucking neck. And now she looks like she's bleeding out of her neck. Yeah. And you probably came in two minutes. Yeah. But you got to let the whole world know that your girl, that's your girl. Like, you, I think it's insecurity, too. Yeah, I think, I think some people... Some people are so marking their territory. Marking their territory, exactly. So when your girl out in public, but man, men don't give a fuck. Your girl could have a whole lash marks on her neck, and they still gonna try to get at her. They don't care if she got bites. They be like, oh, so she a freak. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> I will say that um, a lot of guys get um, what's it, uh, hickeys too. They um, I be seeing. I used to work at McDonald's, and I used to see a lot of people, a lot of the younger dudes coming in with hickeys all on their neck. And, uh, you know, that just sparks a conversation about what girl at the job they was messing with. So That's just <clears throat> extremely questionable. Like, you let a girl suck your neck, man. Yeah. I, I mean, look, here's the thing. I understand it was a woman, but I just don't, I just feel like that's a feminine spot. I don't want you playing with my fucking nipples. <laughs> stay away from my fucking nipples. Stay away from my butt. And stay, and stay away from my fucking my neck. Yeah. That's just three places I don't want you near. So when I say a dude with bites all over his neck, I'm just thinking this dude was just probably laying back moaning like, <laughs> bite, bite me harder, bite me. Like, man, that's high, like, um, highly questionable, man. He getting dominated. 
Yeah, she's dominating. <laughs> and then you get one fucking <laughs> argument with the chick. She's like, bitch, bitch, that's why you let me bite your neck up. Finger in a booty ass nigga. Oh, man. Yeah, you're getting, man. A, you're getting a, what they call it, a rim job. Yeah, man. You're getting all kind of butt play going on. And y'all getting an argument. That's why you like fingers in your booty, you gay ass motherfucker. And it's like, bruh, come on, man. And, hey, hey, but, I, I could see people doing that now. Like, uh, didn't Amber Rose do that to Kanye? Yeah, yeah. He got in, he said something, and then uh, and then she was like, "You old finger in the booty ass nigga." Yeah, <laughs> I don't think she said that on uh, Twitter. Mm-hmm. I don't got a Twitter, but yeah, that that's the that's the end of it for me. I just wanted to bring that up because mm-hmm. I think the whole hickey shit is just unnecessary. It's yeah. just too much. Yeah, and then you had something random you were talking about. Oh yeah. Me and my, me and some of my boys, um, I work with this group. I recently started working with this group called Finesse Entertainment, and it's a group of three guys: uh, DJ Uriah and uh, Kyrie, and they all they all do like Instagram videos, little funny skits and stuff like that. And uh, I recently met them like maybe a month or so ago, and we uh, we've worked on like a couple different things together. So we had a meeting and. We were like putting together some ideas, and we went to the the public library here downtown, and uh, <clears throat> we look for we we walk upstairs and we're looking for a table, and there's this elderly white lady, kind of one of those um, ladies that's you know she probably's in her fifties, she's a little bit wrinkly, she may have not taken a shower in the past couple of days, she got a big backpack on, and all four of us, and we're all we're all four black dudes. All four of us walk up the stairs, and she like, hey, what's up, boys in the hood? And I'm just like, <laughs> I'm like, I just kept it real. I was like, that's not even a joke. Like, don't call me boys in the hood, dumb broad. <laughs> and it was one, one, one of us, uh, one of us, um, DJ, he's like, um, I, he, I think he works at, at a school, and he's like a PE teacher or something like that. So he's probably more equipped to be like, um, to come with a uh, like a more toned down response. So he kind of tried to like alleviate the tension a little bit, like just by laughing it off or whatever. And then she tried to shake our hands afterwards, like ah, you guys know I'm a comedian. You guys know I'm a comedian. Like no, that's not okay. Don't go around nah. joking with four black people you don't know, you calling don't know. them boys in the hood. Yeah, it, that's the type of shit we deal with all the time. Yeah. I'm not trying to be like over oh, victims, but it look. If you're listening to this podcast, stop walking up to black people trying to say cool shit. Yeah. Like, we don't stop need you to, to say, cool. just say hi. Shake yeah. our hand. Say what's up. Mm-hmm. Don't try to, and then just shake our hand. You don't got to try to do the, the black guy handshake yeah. either. This dude, this be fucking normal. Yeah. Anybody that I hang around that's non-black, whether they're, you know, Mexican, white, whatever they are, the reason why I'm cool with all of them is because we're just normal people. Mm-hmm. Like, stop trying to think, like, stop trying to, like, give us these these uh, stereotypical pop culture type responses mm-hmm. like what's up my guy what's up cuz and i'll be like oh bro you got man i'm yeah. not ever talking to this guy again man yeah yeah, yeah. like it's just stop sense. like stop set changing the way the words you use when you get around us yeah that's annoying I'm trying to be like you know trying to like, use the cool words yeah like and then it'll just be like a normal dude and then all of a sudden he changes his whole fucking he'd be like Hey, yeah, what's up, man? What's up, my guy? For reals, though. I'll be like, <laughs> you don't talk like that. You don't talk like that, man. Yeah. Just cut the shit, all right? Cut yeah. cut it out. Yeah. All right, man. 
Um, we're going to go ahead and get into it. Stop with all the racism. Yeah. Well, it's not. It's it's more ignorance than racism. Yeah. You know, that people don't even realize they're being racist sometimes. They just yeah. be saying dumb shit. Yeah, I don't I'm, think. I I'm sure some black people do that shit, too. Yeah. Because I'm sure they do. I definitely do, too. Yeah, because they be saying some. I walk by an Asian dude like, what's up, Jet Li? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> walk by an Asian dude and be like, Hadouken! <laughs> I'll turn around and be like, what are you talking about, bro? What are you doing? <laughs> Walk by an Asian dude like, <laughs> the Dragon Ball Z, you cool. <laughs> and you know what? This is off the this is off topic, but if you ever cracked a black joke or something, I don't consider you racist for it. If yeah. it's if it's like deep-rooted racist joke, then that's fucked up. Yeah. But the homegirl today hit me up. And she had told me like a chicken joke. That shit was funny as a motherfucker. Yeah. But it's it's all about context, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If we know you and it's cool, we ain't gonna trip. We gonna yeah. be laughing. Cause I'm sure. Look, I know for a fact, everybody like Mexican, black, white, whatever. They be cracking racial jokes. But that, but if especially if they're not treating people different and wrong, mm-hmm. then that don't they ain't racist for it. Cause black yeah. folks, man. Or at least us. I know I didn't crack some Asian jokes, yeah. you know, and white jokes, Mexican yeah. jokes, and they didn't crack jokes on us. Yeah. So at the end of the day, man, keep it respectful. Yeah. If if we laughing at the black joke, it's a cool joke, and we busting up laughing. Mm-hmm. But it is some <clears throat> black people to get offended by everything. Yeah. I will. I will say though, like her tone and the way that she carried bad. herself. That was bad. It didn't seem like she was racist. It was just. It was just ignorant. I, it was just not tasteful. You know Very. I mean? it, was, it was especially not being familiar with us at all. You just like you know, yeah. we just walk, random people walking, minding right. our own business, and you trying to that. Was, so what she did was a double a double whammy. First of all, she's being ignorant. <laughs> Second of all, she's doing the cool thing. She's trying to be like she's trying to be like part of the crowd. Like, shut up. <laughs> you guys all could have been from fucking Harvard. Yeah. You could have went to like Yale and you'd be like, excuse me, ma'am. I don't know exactly what you mean by hood. I've never seen a you boys mean in the hood. The hood of my car. Is that what you mean? <laughs> Do you mean boys in the neighborhood? Robin Hood, are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> shut up, Molly. <laughs> <laughs> That's that was almost like the whitest name ever, <laughs> Molly. Actually, no, it's not. I'm one? trying to think because like the blackest black guy name is probably between Leroy and Tyrone, <laughs> but like the whitest like white girl name is between uh, between Katie and uh, Katie and like Bethany or some shit like Bethany. that. Yeah, and I think then Becky is up there. Becky's up there, definitely. Uh, I don't know about the other ones, man. But, yeah, but I ma- think in the the comments or the on the thing, you guys should send us your favorite, um, your top white girl names. <clears throat> yep. Hey, you, you know what? Pick pick from all groups. Yeah. You got the, the white girls. This is probably gonna end up being like Bethany or just Katie or some shit. Black would be like Tyrone or Leroy or actually one of the blackest names I've seen is fucking James. I know too many black guys named I know James. A lot of black James. There's a lot of black James, man. Yeah. Shout out to James Pleasant. That's my guy. Shout out to shout out to James. Uh, shout out to all James. the black guys named James. <laughs> shout out to James Earl Jones. We're gonna yeah. have him on the podcast next week. LeBron James, but that's not his first name. <laughs> James Harden. 
I think it's easy. <clears throat> the Mexican, you probably say uh, what Jose. James Juan. is like a black name. Huh? It is a black name. It doesn't. It doesn't sound like a typical black name, but it's a black. It's a name that it's a lot a of name, black people it have. It is a heavily used name by black people. Is James? Because yeah. I can. I guess it's some white James too, but not yeah. very many. Yeah. That is a that is a black dominated name. Like a, like a Jerome. Jerome Trump. is uh, Jerome is a black name, but it's not. Like a popular, the most popular, it ain't popular black but it's, name. I've never heard. I've never seen a white person named Jerome's. I've seen a white person named James, though. Yeah, you never run into a white Jerome. If you, you do, run into you, yeah, you, you. If you go to school, first day of school, and your name is like Jerome um, Smith or something, and you a white dude, they gonna be like, you gonna raise your hand, and they just gonna keep looking around. And <laughs> 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 like, put your hand down. You ain't no Jerome. Even the teacher gonna be like, hey, if you ever went to inner city school, I won't say inner city, but a school with a lot of black and Latinos, yeah. man, I feel bad for them teachers. Not because the kids are bad, but because they can't pronounce the fucking names. Mm-hmm. Like, the teacher would be like, um... Kyra, Kyranisha, it's Kranisha. <laughs> they be getting I'm mad sorry, at the teacher. They be mad at the teacher. It's the first time they ever seen that name in their life, and they just um, Kranisha. And they be like Humberto Gonzalez. It's Umberto. <laughs> it's Umberto. Damn, bitch, get my fucking name right. <laughs> That's how I be, man. That's how I be when I was in school. They be especially mad when they when they can't roll their R's. Oh my God, they be like. Humberto, Humberto. <laughs> It'd be like Jesus Huerta, and then a lot of times the kids just just say fuck it here, <laughs> here. <laughs> they just mad. They'd be mad because yeah. nobody got their fucking name right. Yeah, we yeah. didn't really have that problem. Nah, we got we, we got both got... very very uh, American names, Eddie and Key. The only time I got my name pronounced wrong was by a dude that spoke a little bit of English. In his first language is Spanish. What did he call you? I get I I got everything from like Kite to I don't know. They they figure out a way to butcher it. I couldn't even. I just nod my head and smile. Was it a teacher? Nah, just like you know. Oh well, that don't count. <laughs> Teachers, if a teacher <clears throat> fucking your name up, it's like you've received enough education to where you should understand how to say names <laughs> i ain't the smart look i ain't the sharpest tooth in the shed but i could get names right that should be a, a class like how na- to pronounce names 101 yeah how to i pre- remember some dude um i think at our graduation got his name butchered he was kind of mad because yeah. we actually go up and tell him like yo this is how you phonetically pronounce my name and then yeah he walk across stage and i think it was like an african name too so oh like, nobody's gonna get that shit yeah. right Mbaku job and they just like butchered it or something. If your name is Baki Baki Halamubu, <laughs> nobody's gonna get that shit right. You better go to Wakanda if you want to get that shit pronounced the right way. Wakanda University. <laughs> oh, Wakanda University. Right. Like at this school, we will teach you how to do things. We do not need colonizers to tell us how to do anything. We are going to do it. You do not. You do not need to tell me how to phonetically pronounce your name. I can do it on my own. Uh, it'd be a, he'd be a new student. He'd be like, oh, "What is your name? My name is Prince Totala of Wakanda." <laughs> All right, go ahead and have a seat in the back, please. <laughs> Let's move on, man. Let's yeah. move on. We got we got some real shit to talk about here, man. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's see. Oh, oh yeah. This is what I wanted to talk about. 
you could consider them unsolicited pictures or nudes. Now, this is my theory, okay? I truly believe, I'm not saying everyone, but I'm saying in the 90 percentile, we have all sent or received nudes, okay? And the thing about it is this. I don't think people are being very transparent about it because you'll see some, you know, you'll see some chicks like complaining like, oh, dick pics. Oh, I'm just so tired of it. Now, there are some guys that will unsolicit, like they will send dick pics out of left field. I believe that that is extremely disrespectful. Um, however, I will say this. When you go to the next level and say, oh, God, don't send that. Dicks are so disgusting. They're so gross. And the person has like two or three kids. It's like, dicks ain't too bad. Uh, I think you had a couple of them. <laughs> You've seen a few in your life. You didn't, you didn't suck a good amount. <laughs> so it's like, don't say that. That's like me saying a vagina is gross when it's not. You know, especially when if you can't like we can't say that, like you just you can't say that. I think it's kind of disrespectful to like in, as a general term, like to say something is like gross. But if a guy is doing it like out of left field and you don't have any connection, like if you've built dialogue with that person, let's say you've built dialogue, you've had sexual conversations with that person. You know, she sent you something, you sent something back. That's more of a consensual thing. You know, where if you had like a sexual like um, energy towards each other and then you send she send you something, you send her something that's different, you know, because I ain't going to lie here. I've sent a dude. You know what I'm saying? I think most guys have, mm -hmm. even if they're like, oh, I would never do that. Blah, blah, blah. I've sent the shit before. I ain't going to sit here and act like I'm an angel. I have sent a fucking dick pic before. Am I proud of it? Of course not. But I have done it on more than one occasion. I'm just admitting it. Most motherfuckers won't admit it. They'll be like, yeah, man, I ain't never did that. That's lame. Only lames do that. All right, bro. Yeah. In Wakanda, we do not send dick pics. We do not send dick pics in Wakanda. <laughs> we send a picture of us on the throne. <laughs> yeah, but I've, sent, I've received a lot of nudes. I received nudes from women that I really didn't really, I didn't request them to send me titties or ass. And then I wake up in the morning and I see it in my phone. I'm like, I give them a thumbs up or whatever, but I'm not offended by it because at the end of the day, I say it like this. Maybe I didn't want to receive that new, but I'm not going to fucking throw a fit about it. <laughs> like, I'm not I'm not going to throw a fit about it. And if it's that bad, then you just delete or block the person. You don't really need to make a fucking, you know, uh, an announcement that like, oh, these dicks are getting out of control. This is so gross. I'm going to screenshot it, blah, blah, blah. Don't do all that. Don't do that. If, if a guy is, if it's really that bad and you really feel that somebody's being disrespectful, block them, contact the police if need be. But goes back to once again, it goes back to the guy conducting himself. If he's way out of line, he's out of line. There's no excuse for it. All I'm saying is don't act like penises are gross because you like penises and it's okay. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. <laughs> but I'm not gonna like it goes back. I'm not gonna say I don't like vagina when I lick vaginas. You know what I'm saying? Like that's just unless I, you're a lesbian, then I guess you don't really appreciate the the eggplant emoji. Yeah. <laughs> I will say that there is definitely a double double standard when it comes to unsolicited pictures. Definitely. Um, you know, some of these girls will complain about dudes sending them random pictures and turn around and send the guy that they like an oh, unsolicited yeah. picture themselves. Definitely. And, you know, they didn't necessarily ask for it. But definitely. Since they feel like it's probably more so okay for a guy to receive it, then they're go. not really tripping. But, you know, if they were on the other end of that picture, then they would, you know, 
they would um, definitely have a problem with it. So, you know, you just got to be mindful, you know, about being a hypocrite. Very true. And, you know, what I've noticed uh, is, (laughs) unfortunately, this is my reality. At one time when the Instagram was newer and you'll see a hot chick pop up on some people you may know or whatever, you'll follow the person, right? Mm -hmm. And I've gotten so tired of seeing women half naked on Instagram. I just unfollow all of them now. Like, my thing is this. They'll, like, literally post, like, the silhouette of a nipple. Or you can see, like, a picture of them with, like, uh, a see-through shirt and you see nipple ring and shit. And I'm just like, that doesn't excite me. Yeah. You know? But can you imagine if men started doing what women did on Instagram? And you see, like, the silhouette of a cock? Like, women would lose their minds. They'd be like, wow, this is crazy. I can't believe they're getting away with this. But y'all getting away with it big time. I'm talking about on a... I've seen chicks straight naked on Instagram. Nobody flagged that shit. That shit was just up there. Mm-hmm. And it was like, yo. I'm gonna be real. I be flagging a lot of stuff. I, yeah, I be flagging like... Most of it don't be coming down just because they found a way to maneuver. Like, if they barely cover up their nipple, like, it's okay. Yeah. But I be flagging, like, nudity. I be flagging racist stuff. I be flagging hate speech. All of that. So. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I can understand why you do it. Mm-hmm. I don't have, like, I won't say the energy, but I just don't, I don't do it. I just unfollow it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I probably should start flagging it. And mm-hmm. the reason why is only because, like, it's just no place for it. Yeah. And, you know, and what people need to understand, too, because I don't want to get too much into the Instagram things so we're talking about receiving and sending nudes. Um you just got to understand it's the same way. It's the same thing mm-hmm. back and forth. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just depending on how you handle it. Um, yeah. The whole sending news things like I've honestly, I, I've already admitted to sending the nude. I'm not mm-hmm. a perfect guy. Okay. I've sent it and you know, either, you know, sex will come, will happen later or it's just usually typically when it happens as a sexual situation. Yeah. You know, and some women want to know what's going on downstairs, you know, and <laughs> and sometimes mm-hmm. when that's the case and you send that shit, then, you know, it is what it is. We're both adults. And at the end of the day, privacy is privacy. But it goes back to what I was saying again. If it, you can't just be sending that stuff to anybody, mm-hmm. you can't just be sending that shit to anybody. You can't meet some chicken like her. And you're not getting any, you're not, she's not reciprocating anything back to you and you just send it. Yeah, I've heard of dudes like, first time they get a girl Snapchat, like, first conversation, just like, hey, what's up? And then just send a picture through, boom. Yeah. And like, bro, what? Like, you can't even, you can't even get to know her first? Yeah, you gotta, you gotta build dialogue, man. You gotta make sure that that's the situation that she would want to happen. Yeah. Cause you're just gonna, and another thing too, we live in, the, in an era of screenshotting. So, you know, women will screenshot that shit. It's, I've seen some crap. I've seen women screenshot a dick pic and then post that shit. And then, and then have scared. a per, had a person's name on it. Mm. You, you, it's like, damn. And the bad thing about it is, is like you, you post a guy up there. I think that's tacky, but I mean, at the end of the day, that dude did put himself in that position, though. There is a new thing on Snapchat is making it to where you can do the most outlandish stuff yeah. and get away with it now. Hell yeah. You can delete yeah. messages and images. So all y'all um dick pic senders, have a field day. It's gonna be like instead of Black Friday, it'll be Cock Friday. Oh <laughs> uh, heck no. Nah. What day what day what day is that? Is it's like 
December twenty sixth or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. All I know, all I know, man, is it's ultimately a nude is a nude. Unsolicited pictures are, you know, it's mm-hmm. one thing. But we're not gonna we're not gonna sit here and act like that's a one way thing. Because when I see some tits come across the screen on Instagram, how did she make it all right for us to see that? She assumed that it was okay that we wanted to see a naked ass and titties, yeah. which I don't mind. But at the same point, at the same time. I, I do mean, mine sometimes. I do mine because if then, I'm on my way to church, I don't want to see no titties. I feel you. You yeah. don't want to mix titties and church. Those <laughs> things don't go together. <laughs> titties and church. Titties and church don't go together. It's like oil and water. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel you. Yeah. You know, you're all in the Christ mood. You're listening to the gospel. Like, thank you, God, for letting me live another day. And you're scrolling through your phone. You're looking at all the Christian music and Christian people. All of a sudden, you see some wet titties on your phone. You're just mm-hmm. like, oh, man. Heck, man. We're not going to do this today. Yeah. But I feel you. I feel you. It's like, you know, I think it's because there's an acceptance of a woman's body. A woman's body is. There's an open acceptance to it to where if they're naked and it's just anywhere, we're just like, oh, she's fine. Oh, she's beautiful. Oh, she's gorgeous. Can you imagine if guys tried to do the same exact shit? I'm talking about on an open platform. Mm -hmm. When men send that, the the dick pics, at least it's in private, which is not an excuse. I'm not trying to make an excuse. (laughs) All I'm saying is it's in private. But women will be half naked or almost naked in public. Let's just on com- a profile. On a profile. Dang. It's like the shit that you see on Instagram, that shit should be in the bedroom. That shit shouldn't leave the bedroom. When I seen fucking Amber Rose's unshaved vagina on Instagram, I was like, that's wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Her head is bald, but her vagina is it's kind of, it's not really hairy, but it's like, it's got a little low cut fade on it. That's <laughs> I wonder how that barber felt when he was shaving the <laughs> vagina. He had some, uh, gu- he had a guard on it. She got a fade. Her her vagina looks like a little small piece of cornbread, <laughs> <laughs> like a little brown piece of cornbread. She got a fade. <laughs> <laughs> she got a ti fade. On her. <laughs> she, she got the boosie fade on there. Oh man, yeah, yeah, yeah but. Hey man, at the end of the day, you can feel however you want to feel. Um, if 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 you are offended by the images you receive, then trust me, I'm sure somebody else is as well. I'm just I'm just stating my opinion. That's all I'm doing. I'm just a guy with a podcast stating my opinion. Yeah, and that's it. I'm if not you're a guy, person. if you're a guy out there and you've experienced something to where like maybe you were in a relationship or you know you wasn't really expecting oh, something like shit. that and it came through. And you didn't want it to happen. Like, I'm curious, you know, to hear that kind of story because, you know, we don't want it to seem like it's just a bunch of dudes sending girls pictures. Yeah, oh, I know it's a lot of women sending pictures to guys Mm -hmm. that are probably in relationships or married that they probably used to talk to the dude or have sex with him. And now the guy's in a happy relationship. Yeah. And she's just testing the waters probably because she's like, you know what? Let me hit him up. He can't resist me. Mm -hmm. He can't resist me. Mm -hmm. Let me send him some booty pics. Yeah, you send him a fucking booty pic, and he's sitting there with his son and his wife, while you over here trying to be trifling. You sending titties and vagina pics to this guy, and his wife sees it. Now he has to explain this <coughs> shit. But here's the number one thing. I think you gotta like it goes both ways too because once you decide to be serious with a woman, you're gonna have to cut a lot of shit off. Mm-hmm. So I think personally, if I was to like get in a happy relationship, there'll be a lot of women on my Instagram, Facebook, everything that would get deleted. Yeah. 
Honestly, because I don't even want to be in a position. Yeah, I, I, I guess know? there's no way to actually. Um, no, 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 right away. You won't know always. Yeah. What What I'm trying to say is, um, there's, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but um, <laughs> if you really wanted to get rid of all those people, there's not really a way where you know they could intrude on your privacy Got like it. that. If If you were to block them on certain things Got or it. unfriend them or. You know, if you don't follow them on uh, Instagram, you'll have to accept the request and Got it. Um, stuff like that. So, yeah, I guess. Yeah. I mean, but, you know, things happen. Love, yeah. love happens. You might be. You so might dist- just forget about it. Yeah. You might be so distracted by the woman that you chose and everything's going great. But then all of a sudden, a chick that you used to smash before you got with your girl, she pops up out of left field because it happens. Mm-hmm. It, it happens. You know, that's why anytime I used to deal with. Like, if I dealt with a woman in any capacity, it was just a sexual thing or whatever. When I see her off living her best life and she got a man or whatever, I do not make myself known. I'm talking about when she posts shit, I don't even comment on it. I might like something here and there. I just stay the fuck out of the way. Mm-hmm. I just stay out the way. Yeah. You know, just don't, <laughs> don't, don't, don't give that shit. Like, don't give, don't fuck her shit up. Basically is all I'm saying. Yeah. Just stay out the way. Mm-hmm. But that's my take on that. Yeah, I feel the same way. Just, you know, be mindful of, you know, sending these kind of pictures. Be aware that, you know, it goes both ways. You know, dudes could do it, girls could do it. But just make sure, I don't say you need to ask for consent, but nah. you know what I mean? Something in that realm. Like, just be be aware of the the where the conversation is going exactly. or, you know what I mean? Don't just be exactly. sending these pictures out all willy-nilly and Because you can't, like, that's a weird way to ask for consent. Like, may I send you a dick pic? May I approach you with this? May I approach you with a penis? <laughs> that sounds crazy. Yeah, this sounds crazy, right? <laughs> all right. All right, and this is just my opinion, but just, you got to hear my philosophy on this. Eddie's philosophy. Say that again. That sounds cool. Say that again. Eddie's philosophy. All right. <laughs> um, <laughs> hoes are winning. And what I mean by hoes, that is not an exclusive term towards women. We're talking about men. <clears throat> men and women. Yeah. The reason why I say hoes are winning is because we don't realize it, but a lot of our adult lives, men, women, we re- we, ch- we we indirectly don't realize it, but we're chasing hoes. Mm-hmm. And I'll explain why. There are people that are good for you that are the best for you but they're also the people that you want typically the people that you want are the worst people for you and there have been many situations where um it's crazy where i've liked this i'll use myself as an example where i've liked someone i really liked i thought she was a cool chick you know this is multiple occasions i thought she was a cool chick we're hitting it off we're hanging out everything's cool and then she backs off and then all of a sudden she's not texting me and i'm like what did i do wrong like what happened mm-hmm. and then you think about it like i didn't do anything wrong maybe she just found a better catch and that's usually what can happen mm-hmm. um if you're just talking to somebody and they just stop dealing with you they don't have an obligation to you but then later on somehow you you know you may see her with some dude or may know who the guy is and you think like this guy is a piece of shit yeah like this guy is fucking everybody mm-hmm. Why does she like this guy, right? Guy treats her like dirt, blows her off, whatever the case. And then later on, she'll probably text you like, hey, Eddie, how have you been? And you be thinking like, wow. Mm-hmm. Like, it took you to get used <clears throat> up by the person that was fucking everybody for you to actually like me? No thanks. You know what I'm saying? Dang, yeah. <laughs> but 
Um, this happens with men and women. And holes have holes typically receive the most attention, whether it's a man or a woman. Holes receive the most attention, whether it's on Instagram, whether it's in person. Typically, it's not so much that they look way better. It's that somehow they draw the attention to themselves. Yeah. So holes get the most uh, they get the most attention. They're noticed the most. Mm-hmm. And and what happens is they they naturally get more options and they have so many options. They just be running through people back and forth, back and forth back and forth just talking to a ton of people and what the the biggest issue is is there are good men and women that exist in this world but typically they are either in a relationship with somebody that's a hoe or they chasing one mm-hmm. and good people never really get a chance to meet no more because they distracted by hoes <laughs> I look back at my personal track record and I think like man that girl wasn't shit then I think about the one before like man she wasn't shit yeah. I think about the woman like, damn, she wasn't shit. Mm-hmm. But it's not like I like legitimately had feelings and I liked them because the women that I deal with, especially now at this age, I have an idea of where that's going to go before it even starts. So I'm thinking like, you know, I know that our existence is only so much. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like you think about it. You're like, man, what was I thinking? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And the thing about it is this, and and it's and holes are easy. And I know this sounds horrible to say this, but they're a lot easier if you're looking for a sexual situation, dealing with a with a person that's a hoe, which I hate to say, but whether that's a uh, if if you're a woman looking for a guy or a guy looking for a girl, mm-hmm. that's the the sexual situation makes more sense because a person everybody's not ready to settle down right away. You might have gotten out of a long relationship, or you're just trying to do you and be by yourself. But that doesn't mean your sex life should suffer. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be fucking abstinent just because you're not in a relationship. So that's where hoes come in. You know? <laughs> that's where hoes come in. And at the end of the day, I mean, I don't I don't want to consider women a hoe that, you know, that's actively sexual, but there are just some women that are typically easier. It's just the truth. Mm-hmm. It's just women that you know that, okay, I can see this actually happening in a sexual way and that's really it yeah you know but they're winning because hoes have the ability to fuck shit up for other people too they could hoes fuck up marriages hoes fuck up relationships because there are some people there are dudes that don't care that a woman's married or in a relationship there are women that don't care that a man is married or in a relationship they just want the pussy they don't want some this want some sex mm-hmm. so it, it, a lot of times if somebody's marriage is failing like let's say uh, a married woman is just like she don't give head guess who will give head a whole will a whole will and the dude he might be taking trips to the gym or something he might see a girl he like but nah I'm married nah I'm married and he gonna be thinking about it. every time his wife don't give him head and then that was that was how your relationship got infiltrated cause a whole scene a weak point got in there and handled her business so and and People will say that's false. Married people are winning, not hoes. Nope. Why are fifty per, over fifty percent of people that get married get divorced? Mm-hmm. I think hoes have something to do with that. <laughs> no, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm not a genius here, but I, I think hoes got something to do with that. Yeah. You know, it's not always because you know, um, uh, you know, we just weren't compatible. That's hardly not. Usually, somebody cheated. Yeah, that happens a lot. Oh, that happens a lot. Infidelity is a big reason why relationships don't last. Because sometimes, sometimes you even marry a hoe. People, yeah, I think there's a lot of people that out in the world that have 
faith that they could turn a hoe into a housewife or a husband. You got somebody out. You some people will even like steal a person from another relationship yeah. and then think that they can be in like this fruitful relationship with them. Yeah, it's not gonna like, work. It's crazy. But even like you know the 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 hoes winning idea is like even if you go back to like high school. You'll see like the guy that, you know, get all the girls yep. and everyone knows he gets all the girls, yes. but he's still getting girls. Yes. He's like, what the heck? Like, what's going on? Yes. Like, share the wealth. Perfect. And then, and then, you know, as far as like even celebrities, usually the girls, the girls out there that we consider hoes or girls out there that we know have been in like multiple public relationships, um, they all they're all in a timeline on TMZ, right? From you know, pre uh, you know from two thousand six, they might have been dating whatever athlete. Two thousand eight, they was probably dating whatever rapper. Two thousand ten, they might have started dating an actor. Two thousand eleven, probably dating a politician. Two thousand twelve, they dating a pope. No, I'm just oh, shit. <laughs> but you know they just. <laughs> They just spreading their wealth, and then all of a sudden they're on, you know, they're famous now, and they got like twelve million followers on Instagram, right. and then you know they turn their wholeness into an empire. Now they selling makeup. Man. Now they got a TV show. Now they got, you know, a sponsorship. They got a sponsorship with, you know, Adidas or Puma or like, whatever. He's just like, dang, that's she, what you, man. she monetized her wholeness. Yeah, that's what you call leveraging the pussy. <laughs> Leverage that motherfucker. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. You said the Pope. I lost it. <laughs> that's crazy. I don't think you guys understand. The Pope doesn't get laid. So for the Pope, I mean historically, they got some pedophilia. Oh shit! That's they doing right. something. Oh no! I thought you were gonna say Ronald McDonald next. <laughs> Damn! So you're getting these French fries. <laughs> Getting Jack, that, getting that shmoney. <laughs> yeah, man. But it's the truth. I, I mean, if you disagree, I respect that, you know. But if you if you look at the if you just look at what I'm saying with an open mind, you would realize a lot of relationships get broken up because, you know, not only because you know men or a woman cheated, they could be a hoe themselves. That's one, mm-hmm. or a hoe got them weak and they they mess with her on the side, mm-hmm. or her messing with a dude on the side. <clears throat> Most times, a hoe was involved. See, a married person doesn't have the power to do shit to a hoe, because a hoe gonna run the streets and do whatever the fuck they want. Mm-hmm. You married, you have to deal with one person. That's it. And mm-hmm. as long as you are do right by that person, ain't nothing gonna happen. Mm-hmm. You know, as long as y'all doing right by each other, y'all gonna hold that down. But if if for any reason a hoe infiltrates your relationship, your shit is done. Your shit is over. A divorce will commence soon. <laughs> a divorce will happen and that's going to be all bad. Mm-hmm. That's what led me to this theory that hoes are winning, man. They getting all the attention. Just like you said, like a dude that get a bunch of chicks and he get even more chicks. And I think the reason why that happens too is because people start to evaluate value with that. They like, they basically, uh, they figure a guy that's getting a bunch of chicks is like, oh, everybody likes him. He must be really cool. So yeah. it's like they're drawn to him because this guy is he's wanted. He's wanted by so many women. That's why people love guys like Trey Songs and fucking Luke Ryan and shit mm-hmm. like that. Fucking Blake Shelton. Because all these chicks want him. All these chicks want him. 
But a guy like me, I don't got a bunch of chicks knocking down my fucking door to get in here. I'm just a truck driver. Mm -hmm. A a bald-headed black guy that's 33 years old. And, you know, some chicks like me and some chicks don't. But I ain't Trey Song. So that that ain't happening over here. So that's why my thing is, is a chick that rocks with me really rocks with me because I'm an average guy. But Trey Song's... He could just walk in the building and he could be like 10 chicks trying to pull his fucking clothes off mm-hmm. at the same time. Yeah. This dude could come to Bakersfield and have the biggest orgy fucking ever. <laughs> I'm telling you. Because that's how it is. Mm-hmm. But that goes back to my point. Yeah. Yup. Yeah. Holes is winning, man. Yeah. Whether, whether you like it or not. And w- one thing I do see also is like, you, if you look at someone's like um, trajectory of you know what they're doing in life, I've seen girls like regular girls. You know they they're like semi attractive, and for some reason they just all of a sudden start doing like like extremely like outlandish, far fetched stuff like taking trips to Dubai oh and like God. going to Europe and going to yeah. Spain. And you're like, wait a minute. Yeah. Like, when you, when you, yeah. When you come, when you get this. a passport, this is like, this is it crazy. Cause, you know, and the, you, you all, you start to hear these rumors about how such and such got a sugar daddy mm-hmm. and you know, her, her sugar daddy is funding, you know, her trips and mm-hmm. you know, she, you know, she giving him a slice of the cake and, you know, he getting a whole cake. Yeah, he getting a whole cake. <laughs> getting a whole cake. I don't know, but whole got some old country stuff. Hell yeah. Um, but yeah, man, you, you just you know, and we're not judgmental. We're just saying. We're just you know, saying they winning. And the unfortunate part is I have to use the word whole. But hey, it's your choice. If you want to do that, you can do that. Mm-hmm. I like I mentioned in the earlier podcast the whole phase. So we all go through it. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, it's some people that never grow out of that. You know, but if you're a woman listening to this, don't be offended, especially if you if you rocking with yourself, if you're making your own money, you're doing your own thing. Yeah. You're not out here putting yourself out there looking crazy. This is not intended for you at all. Mm-hmm. And I'm not trying to be derogative. I'm just trying to give you some perspective and an overview of what I have analyzed. Mm-hmm. So take it or leave it. Yeah, take it or leave it. You're going to take it. Uh- <laughs> that sounds that's a little rapey. Oh, no, no. Hey, man. (laughs) All right. And what's weird to me is uh, for the next topic here is artists who criticize other artists public publicly. Yeah. Um, And what I mean by artists is anyone that whether it's a podcast or whether it's music or whether it's sports or whatever it is. It seems like we've been noticing a trend of hatred. Yeah. With a lot of artists. Tyrese. As we all know, Tyrese um, Gibson, the ball head guy, they, you know, cried on social media, I just want my baby! <laughs> Crying ass nigga. Anyways, that guy, <laughs> he posted, matter of fact, I'll pull up the post now. I just don't think artists should say things like this just because it's just in, it's in, it's in bad taste. If you're an artist yourself, I just don't find it a legitimate thing to say and let me look up Tyrese 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 Gibson let's see what he said I don't know if he still left it up I think he took it down he took it down oh no here it is it's a it's a post that says I'm going back to the 90s y'all want anything 
And then this is what he said. He posted some long ass shit. He said, hip hop is just complete trash these days. F out of here if you don't agree. Like, really? You ain't got to tell people to get the fuck out of here if you don't agree. Anyways, R&B, I'm talking about true R&B, has lost its true essence. Most true R&B singers and producers feel the need to make everyone feel like hip-hop because most true R&B albums just ain't selling. Hip-hop and true R&B soul music, I miss you so much. Not R&B, rock slash pop, true R&B, I miss you. What the fuck is this? This nigga got... <laughs> Oh, this nigga's got problems. Anyway, so much trash that he need to go back to the '90s so he can go back to high school or what, yeah. whatever. You need to go back to school so you get your punctuation right. <laughs> I don't even have it in me to drop every year. I just hope shit gets back on track, bro. First of all, you elevated yourself to make it like you're a good artist. And remember, this—he said this at the same day that Drake dropped his album. <clears throat> so if you're being salty towards Drake. Drake got more talent in his pinky finger than you got in your whole fucking career. Like, real talk, bro. Like, yeah. first of all, music evolves. So, we're old. I'm 33. I don't expect somebody like Little Yachty to fucking, um, you know, to uh, work for me because I'm really not a part of that young culture. Yeah. So, I really, there's only so much I can say about a Little Yachty or a Little Pump or a Little Dick, whatever the fuck they call themselves. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't have, I don't, I don't, I really shouldn't have an opinion about those guys because music evolved and some people like a bunch of different shit. Yeah. So, I just think like, do you really expect hip hop to be the same as it was in the 90s? Yeah. No. It's not. I, I got some artists today that I love. I, great artists. Uh, Nipsey Hussle. Well, we're on the same age, but uh, Nipsey Hussle's awesome. Kendrick, obviously awesome. J. Cole, obviously awesome. Um, there's a lot of really good artists today. So for you to say, make a blanket statement, like hip-hop is trash, R&B is trash, that's fucking ignorant. Yeah. I think, I think too, is like we, there's, like I, t- I mentioned to you before, like we have to put these things in two categories. So definitely, there are some people that are completely fans. They they don't they don't try to make art themselves. Or you know they may not even be artistic at all, but exactly. they just can appreciate music. They can appreciate movies. They can appreciate you know whatever just visual visual arts or whatever. And um, then there's people that also make art, but they're also like fans. And you just have to be uh, conscious of which person is criticizing, you know, these other people's work. Definitely. What what I tend to see is that um, people that have the strongest opinions are people that are also doing these arts. So there's people I've seen um, on um, on Twitter and stuff, people that I know that also make music, and they also, you know, their music is okay. Their music is not... Um, I don't think they make music of the quality of like a Drake, no matter how they want to slice it. Like right. their music, they're not as good as rap, a good of a rapper as Drake, and they don't make um, music as good as Drake does, right. in my opinion. Yeah. Um, but these are the people that I, I, there was a guy that, you know, he dropped his album, was like, oh, this is trash. Like y'all up in arms about this album, and, you know, this album, and, you know, this album didn't really do anything for me. And it's like, that's fine for you to say, but at the same time, like, can you put your catalog up against this album? If you were to show somebody um, in a vacuum, like, your best song compared to, like, the best song on Drake's album, 
would somebody genuinely pick your song? Right. Or are you just saying it out of spite that like maybe people don't rock with your music like that and people are uh, you know, Drake is always trending whenever his album's dropping. You know, you may feel some type of way that, you know, his album is trending all the time and, you know, right. you feel in your mind that, you know, you your don't shit. think it's yeah, your your music is probably better. So is that where it's coming from? You know what I mean? So you always right. gotta find out the the real origin of this critique. You know what I mean? And, and I was telling Eddie, too, like, as artists, you know, um, I make music myself. I, you know, also, like, write movies and direct movies and stuff like that. So once I really started, you know, really getting in touch with my artistic side and, like, directing movies and stuff, I found myself becoming less critical of other people. There you go. Because you you just have to be conscious of that energy that you're putting out there, especially if you're, you know, if it's just a normal conversation between me and Eddie and we're having it on the phone, like it doesn't go anywhere. There you go. It's just a conversation between us and it's, and it's, and it's authentic. But sometimes, you know, these people always feel the need to go on social media, go on Instagram, go on Facebook and post their opinions about, you know, these albums and, right. you know, it, it, it really doesn't mean much. It just, it almost comes off as hate. So yes. for me, um, you know, I always, um, I'm starting to live by this idea. Like if you don't have nothing good to say, just don't say nothing at all. Very true. I don't get on, um, Twitter and bash little peep or, you know, little pump or any of these guys, because, at the end of the day, I don't really have anything positive to say, you know what I mean? So I'm not going to get on there and, you know, say that their music is terrible. And especially, like, if I also make music and these dudes got, like, a platinum record and I'm just sitting at home with, like, a thousand views on my song, Yeah. like, what room do I have to talk, you know what I mean? Like, obviously, they're doing something that's... They made it. Yeah, they're touching people, so, you know what I mean? I I can't... I can't be that bitter guy that's like, oh, I'll rap way better than this dude. This dude's album is trash. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I, and there's one thing like you can, you can be critical of someone that's like, you know, in film school, we, we, we criticize other students work when we, when we present it in front of the class. That's a way that you can get better yourself. And, um, also you, you get feedback from other people to, help you um, better your work, whether it's like... It's constructive criticism. Yeah, constructive criticism, whether you're, you know, it's in the editing points or, you know, something like here, or you could have picked a different shot or you could have, you know, written the dialogue better here, stuff like that. But at a certain point, like, you can you can decipher between constructive criticism and, and someone, yeah, someone just sounding like a hater. So, you know, just be mindful of that. If, you, if you're not a better rapper than Drake and you rap, don't get on Twitter and say Drake is a terrible rapper. It just doesn't make <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Drake is a terrible terrible rapper. Says the terrible rapper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, you know what? You made a profound point. In addition, if you feel like you're gonna say something hateful or whatever, sit on that thought. Yeah. Sit on that thought first. and wait. Yeah. Because you know what? I think me and Keith have the idea. We've had some conversations on the phone, but they're private between me and him. Mm-hmm. But we wouldn't say them on the platform because honestly, we do tend, we do believe we're going to grow. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to grow, you may be rubbing shoulders with these people someday. 
Mm-hmm. And you don't realize how fake it's going to be if you say like, oh man, F so-and-so, they trash, this and that. And then you see them at an awards show and you're like, hey, what's up, man? Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. Don't do that. Exactly. Don't do that. You got to you gotta think before you speak. And what I love about this podcast, we have a whole week to process things. Yeah. We drop one podcast a week. We're not on here every time something new pops up. We're just fucking on it. Oh, yeah, this happened, blah, 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 blah. This is how I feel about this. You don't know how the fuck you feel. Mm-hmm. You don't even know how you feel. Give that shit some time. Yeah. You know? Because what's going to happen is if you don't if you don't take time to process stuff, you're going to say something crazy. Mm-hmm. And it's going to come back to bite you. Yeah. And somebody's going to screenshot it because you got a whole bunch of people that, that just look and screenshot shit. And they'll be like, oh. Oh, well, Eddie's channel starting to grow. Let me go ahead and screenshot Scoop, this. Yeah. Let me screenshot this now and then send it to TMZ in about yeah. five years. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. And people do it. Mm-hmm. There's a guy that went to the NFL draft this year. Uh, I think it's J- Jason Allen or something like that. And they had uh, screenshots of him saying the N-word. But trust me, this, this white dude. But he's not racist, bro. He was mm-hmm. quoting like Rick Ross. But Rick Ross always saying the N-word. So he said like something like... um. Uh, all my niggas is so and some some, and I mean he was an ignorant teenager. All my niggas on rallies. Or is, uh, <laughs> 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 he used the N word, you know, but he was quoting Rick Ross, and they blew it out of proportion, calling him a racist and shit. Yeah, and then I, I mean I'm sure his teammates, nobody gave a fuck about it. Mm-hmm. Nobody did. Yeah. I, it's just stirring up the racial pot, man. Yeah. And just, it was just fucking race bait. Yeah. But it goes back to, I mean, he was like 15 when he posted this shit on Twitter. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's crazy. Yeah. One, one thing I see, um, to especially, so every, every, everything always comes full circle. You yes, know what I does. mean? I think, I think for me, like I, I, I know myself, I have to go back and delete some tweets myself because, Definitely. um, like I hope to one day, you know, be directing, not necessarily like a Marvel film, but I I hope to one day be directing, you know, some of these bigger budget films, and um, I know, you know, like in the past, um, you know, I I'm just saying this so I'm not sounding like a hypocrite, like you know, I'm the one that's like the most, you know, clean person on Twitter Definitely. that never done done anything. I just want to you know speak it out loud. Definitely. But like I, you know, in the past I've criticized like Disney movies and like DC movies and stuff like that. And um um but you know like I said this is you know this some of this was like prior to like when I really started diving into you know doing my own directing and stuff. Definitely. Um but you know it's not necessarily bad to criticize but you just got to understand where mm-hmm. understanding your heart where that disdain is coming from you know what i mean yeah. so yeah just make sure you you know just keeping it authentic you know what i mean <clears throat> also words are powerful yeah you got to know how to word shit yeah if you say shit like it, okay for for example let's say i go to a restaurant and i don't like it and I'd be like, they fucked up everything. Everything mm-hmm. was terrible. I ain't never coming back here, right? Yeah. But just imagine the breadsticks tasted amazing and the wine was great, but you just hated the chicken. Yeah. And the chicken was nasty. You could have said the yeah. chicken wasn't that great, but I'm sure they probably were busy. They could do a better job mm-hmm. um, or something. If you if you give a review, give a real review of something. Yeah, or say, or, You know, mm-hmm. it, it, this is like, like, okay, we talked about this. Listening to the Drake album, I personally love the new album. Mm-hmm. I've listened to it like five times because you mm-hmm. got to understand I'm a truck driver. So I kept listening over, listening to it over and over and over and over. And I said, this is a good album. And I've been listening to the whole album since it came out over mm-hmm. and over. Love the album. 
but that's just me. Mm-hmm. But imagine if somebody saying every album on Drake's, uh, every song on that album is fucking trash. I'm just thinking like, huh? 25, all of them trash? All of them trash? Not one of them is good. You sure you're not trash? Yeah. You sure you're not that rotten banana peel? Not <laughs> fucking... You ain't that banana peel on Donkey Kong on the fucking ground? <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. You gotta That's be careful. Words are powerful. Yeah. And they're very powerful. Yeah. I'm not I'm not saying me and Keith are kiss asses because we give our own... Like, for example, I mentioned earlier when I talked about news, saying that I had sent one before myself. Mm-hmm. Okay? So you can't come back at me and be like, I seen Eddie's dick. <laughs> yeah, you, you seen it. You seen it. <laughs> I've seen your titties. <laughs> but I've, see, you just gotta, you gotta be true and you, you have to walk it. Yeah. You have to walk. You have yeah. to walk your truth. Because at the end of the day, if you're not, if you're not, if you're, you gotta... What do you say? What amigos say? Walk it like I talk it. Yeah. You stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I will like that is important too. How you word things. So that that's yeah. kind of how. So you know, there's some um, what they call it. Um, I forget the word for it, but the you know, pretty much like the study of words and how they fit together. And Definitely. Like, you know, the tone of it. Um, linguistics. So. You you know you you can kind of sense that in the in the tone of a of a tweet you can you can because you're essentially you're imagining that person talking to him I mean yes. talking especially if you know him so like you know for me sometimes what what I would do like I rarely would get on like for instance when I go back to like my Disney argument mm-hmm. I I never really like I love I think Disney makes like great movies I love like the, everything from the kids stuff to like the Marvel stuff definitely. Um, so like I I rarely I don't think I don't I don't know for sure but I don't think that I posted like oh this movie sucks and this movie is terrible my only gripe with them was um, about like originality I felt like they what they're doing with a lot of these um, live action movies they're basically just regurgitating you know the same stories over and over so that was my you know one of my arguments or if it was if it was about a movie that I didn't necessarily like it was like I would try to break it down to like real like technical stuff like if you know if it was a movie about um like there's this movie called the shape of water and i was telling eddie about this um i don't know if you've seen it it's essentially like the it's no i know hey i'm talking about the people oh it's essentially like this beauty and the beast story between like the sea monster and then this deaf girl um so basically the story goes like they fall in love and Throughout the story, they have like different B stories about like homosexuality and like racism and stuff like that. Like, first of all, the movie is like just weird. Like a sea creature <laughs> falling in love with a girl, like that's just weird. Like anybody would say that's weird. <laughs> but like, um, what is that? Oh, uh, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> fucking dirt bike. <laughs> But um, on top of that, they the thing that bothered me more so, and I was watching it with my boy Alex. Shout out to my boy Alex Clark. Um, we were watching the movie, and our biggest gripe is, especially us as being black men, you can't try to touch on topics about racism in like in like forty seconds in a movie, or like two three minutes in a movie. Like racism is too complex and it's too big of a yeah. a theme to try to like glance over it. Um, in a short scene in the movie, like just leave it out if you're going to do that. And then they try to like enc- encompass like 
it almost felt like they were comparing like racism to homosex uh, to homophobia, which is almost like a disrespect to both sides. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. racism, we have like you know really you know you know we have our own struggles. We have white girls calling us boys in the hood. <laughs> <laughs> and then you know gay people are going through their own their own struggle you know what Definitely. i mean so you know that struggle it, it's not a b story it deserves you know it deserves a full length movie it deserves a moonlight it deserves you know whatever other it does it deserves a Great broke point. back mo a broke back mountain or Great something point. like that you know what i mean so yeah that, that was like my only argument so like for me i felt in my heart of hearts like you know, I didn't feel like I was hating on the movie. Like, it was a beautiful movie. There was some great stuff in it. But at the same time, like, you know, when I did criticize it, it, it wasn't like I'm hating on this guy for, you know, making a movie and I'm just sitting, you know, at home and, you know, I'm still working on something and I've never directed a feature movie. There like, it was, it was from a genuine place where I was just, like, bothered by some of the technical stuff in it. But you still remained objective as you could. Yeah. You yeah. didn't say, like, I hate it because I hate it. Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> oh, it's trash. <laughs> Throw it away. I, I also, I have said some things in regards to certain stuff, like, oh, this is fucking garbage or this is that. Mm -hmm. And I had to recant that, and I was like, you know what? Like, no, I actually enjoyed this. I didn't like this. You just have to analyze things better. You have to word them better. Mm -hmm. And the reason why is because people hear that shit. Yeah. And, and you talked about Twitter. Yeah. Um, I think that anything that you really want to weigh in on, you gotta. I don't think you should ever put it in text format. You should never post it on Facebook. You should never post it on Twitter. If you don't have a podcast or you don't have a way to clearly like clearly explain how you feel don't fucking say it yeah. because anything written in text format can be misinterpreted yeah you know <clears throat> even if you don't mean it in the wrong way if some you ever have somebody text you something and you thought they were mad at you you're like oh that's damn they tripping yeah and then you talk to them like no dude i'm not mad everything's cool i'm yeah. good yeah and you think about it it's because you misinterpreted it mm -hmm. and then when you went back to the message later you was like oh they weren't mad i just fucking read that wrong yeah but imagine if you have a huge platform where everybody sees you people hate you and love you because it you get it's just as much love as, as hate over over 70 over 100 percentile you're gonna have people that love you but it might only be about 60 percent. all the rest hate your ass mm -hmm. actually it uh, I think statistically, if you look at YouTube, mm -hmm. it's about 10% people. If there's um, like 10% of dislikes oh. on uh, almost videos. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, so you get a lot of love. Yeah, it's more. I think I would say it's more love than hate, but you, it's still that love. some of that stuff just out. You know, if you got somebody on there like, you trash, you suck, your podcast is terrible. Like, yeah. that's just going to, like, it's going to stick out like a sore thumb. But I'm going to, I love that. If you tell me my podcast sucks. I'm just going to be thinking, like, this is what I think to myself. I'll just be like, all right, thanks for tuning in. <laughs> you know yeah. Yeah. You, you tell me, if I see the same troll mm -hmm. every week, like, y'all niggas is whack. <laughs> My podcast is trash. <laughs> it's like, and, and, and Drake touches on that on the album, actually. He talks about how, uh, you know, it's a, a woman that's faithful till she puts down her phone. It's a woman that's, that's lonely that's saying, leave me alone, or something mm -hmm. like that. He's basically just saying, like, people are in pain mm -hmm. and he's basically referencing social media so if you receive yeah that whole verse was pretty that cool. whole vote that verse was cold man yeah. and they gonna be like that shit was whack drake yeah. is whack 
Yeah. If you man, I heard some people say some crazy shit. They be like, if you like Drake, you gay. Real talk. <laughs> That's I'm just funny. like, wow. That's I've been thinking like I love Drake. <laughs> you must be the gayest one of all. Yeah. <laughs> Time to go to Pride Month Parade. <laughs> Where's my rainbow flag? You pull up to freaking the Pride Day Parade playing God's Plan. Hey. God's Plan. <laughs> Cox's be... Plan. What? Cox's Plan. No. <laughs> Cox's Plan. He's stupid. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, um, All right. We got the rough. We done ran that, uh, that topic down. What we got there? Oh, man. Oh, this is a tough one. Oh, this is tough. Mm-hmm. DC and Marvel. My, my, my. Where do we start? Now, I'm going to try to be as objective as I can without disrespecting DC. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let, me say, let me say that. <laughs> That's hilarious. Let me say that first of all. Marvel, this, being re- this is just my opinion, okay? Because there's some people that are old school comic book fans. They love DC. DC is more or less like real old school. Yeah. But Marvel, man, all my favorite characters. Wolverine is probably my number one character of all time. Uh, him, the whole guys yeah. like that. And they are just kicking ass. Like, they are firing on all cylinders. If you look at Netflix, they got fucking, what, the Flash is on there, too? They got Luke Cage. and Flash is DC. Flash yeah. DC, my bad. I'm tripping. That's DC. Daredevil. My bad. Daredevil. That's what I was thinking about. Damn. Yeah. Daredevil's on Netflix. Yeah. They got Daredevil. They got Luke Cage on Netflix. Then you got the Wolverine series. That's, uh, those movies are amazing. Then you yeah. got, obviously, the Avengers. It's like, damn, like, how much do you need to dominate, Marvel? Yeah, they can't lose. Right like, now. take your foot off their throat. Like Marvel is like Drake. So DC is pushing teeth. Make make no mistake. Make no mistake that if you want to talk about like a beef, a battle, whatever, push the teeth clearly lost. Bad. Mm. Bad. Mm. And then like Drake didn't even have to go at him. But let's not get off topic. Yeah. DC versus Marvel. Can Marvel? I'm asking you this question, Keith. Let's just be as honest as you can, but just give me some, yeah. give me something behind it. Yeah. Can DC work their way back and try to, you know, compete with Marvel? Yeah. I, d- I don't think they're. I think, I think what 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 DC try to do is they try to rush the process. Yeah. So, um. What they did as far if we're only talking about uh, films, so just keep it in the film realm. Got it. If we're only talking about films, <clears throat> by the time DC jumped in there, um, they had they made Man of Steel, and then I think from Man of Steel they tried to jump into Batman versus Superman, um, which was kind of like a bad idea because coming <laughs> yeah. coming off of Man of Steel, Man of Steel, Man of Steel was a um, was a solid movie. It was a movie that um, it was it wasn't like critically acclaimed. Like some people liked it, some people didn't like it. But but it wasn't a um, you know you know I, I I personally like Man of Steel. I thought it was a pretty good movie. Um, but what they did, they went from Man of Steel and then they jumped into Batman versus Superman. So 
at that same time, Marvel was already building up their their um, their movies. They had different, um, you know, they started off with a lot of the Hulk movies, and then they started with they came in with the Iron Man movie. So already they're you know they they're getting the ball rolling, and you know they're building these different worlds. So when the first Avengers movie finally comes, you already have like three or four different standalone movies, and by the time the Avengers come, it's like oh man, this is like an all star game almost. You know what I mean? They already they already have <clears throat> you know fans from all these different movies, and then they just bring them all together and it's just like, you know, you know, you just got all the fans in the world pretty much ready to see it versus like what DC did. DC tried to introduce these different characters that the world for the most part hadn't seen before. True. And then they just, you know, they try to throw them in a Batman ver- at the end. What they did, they the way they introduced it was kind of dumb too because you just have like Bruce Wayne got a freaking flash drive and you just see like different clips of you know Aquaman on the screen oh, and Cyborg God. on the screen, and then you see freaking Flash running into a liquor store and saving somebody's life. It's just like that's not that's not the way to do it. Versus like what the you know the Marvel had done it was just like all right, you got a whole hour and a half, two hour movie of Iron Man. You got a yes. whole hour and a half movie of <clears throat> you know these different characters, and then they just brought them all together. So I just think that. They, 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 they just kind of did it. They did the process wrong. I do think that an, another thing that de, um, that separates the two is um, DC allowed Zack Snyder, which is the director of like the first. He directed Man of Steel. He directed Batman versus Superman, and he directed Justice League before um, he he ended up leaving like. Um, like 80% through the process because I think his daughter had passed away. Um, so he ended up leaving. <clears throat> and then they came in and they did reshoots with a different director. Um, they, they actually came in and did reshoots with the director that uh, directed the Avengers movie. So some people thought that that would, you know, would have been like a match made in heaven, but they almost like end up screwing stuff up, screwing stuff up because it, it kind of screwed up the tone. The DC movies are a little bit darker. Yes, they are. And Marvel movies are a little bit more lighthearted. They got a little bit more comedy Humor. in there. Yeah, so that kind of that kind of screwed everything up. But you know what 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 DC what Marvel had done is they they just picked the right directors. They picked directors from they did they picked directors like Ryan Coogler, um, the guy that directed. The new Thor movie was like an indie director that, you know, he done he done a few comedies and stuff like that. And these are all like they're not necessarily like big names, but they were the right people for the project. They gave they gave people chances and gave them a voice. You know what I mean? And they utilize that voice and they make great artwork versus like somebody like Zack Snyder that's just like towering over the whole thing. And they too much. You know, yeah, he has too much power in his hands and he made like. You know, Man of Steel, like I said before, was a good movie, but it wasn't Definitely. very critically acclaimed. Mm-mm. So you you gave a guy that you know made a movie and, and it made it did okay in the box office, but it wasn't very critically acclaimed. And then you gave him another chance, and then he made a terrible movie and it made okay money. And then he made another movie, and it didn't really make its money back, and it was like te- and it was like not well received. So. Yeah. You know, it's just a lot that goes into it, but they screwed it up. I will up. say Wonder Woman was the shit. Yeah. Wonder Woman was the shit. And Wonder she's... Woman was the same thing, though. They gave a, you know, a female director that, 
hadn't done anything on that level yet, but they just gave her a chance and they let her, you know, utilize her voice and, you know, you see what the results were. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. And that Wonder Woman is so sexy. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Oh, man. I don't know. I, so I don't know where they get some of these actors from. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. She's not Latina. I don't know what she is. She's like Israeli or something. Israeli or something. Mm-hmm. Man, she's hot. Mm-hmm. That Wonder Woman, I like that more than the Man of Steel. Yeah. Definitely. I, I personally thought Wonder Woman was okay, but hmm. um, I loved it. It was it was definitely a good movie. I'm not trying to. I, I don't want to be like a party pooper. It was a good movie, but um, the only thing that bothered me about Wonder Woman was like all the slow motion in the beginning. It just looked like a Matrix movie after a while. Just too much. Yeah. It's yeah, like come on, slow it down. I, slow I, you down. know what? I feel you. There's certain things that really bother me about movies. Yeah. Like. We watched uh, Jurassic uh, World last night. Yeah. And I just don't... I don't want to spoil it. I don't want to say anything. But there's certain shit <laughs> that takes place in that movie. And I'm just like, they shouldn't be doing that. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's not cool. That, just, yeah. Just I, like... Go ahead. Like, like, some of the... I think what you're referring to is, like, the decision-making. Some of yes, the yes. Like, if you're in danger, like... And you're just kind of, like, standing there and watching the dinosaur run towards you. Just yeah. kind of, like, stuff like that. It's yeah. Just like, come on, bro. But it's it's like when Hollywood is I don't know yeah, Hollywood just right. does certain things that mm-hmm. you know it's just like come on yeah. um, and there's certain characters I understand what Marvel did when Marvel does when the humor that they put in the movies um, they put it in there is to draw is to draw like more fans yeah but there's just definitely some there are some um, characters that just should not be clumsy laughy type people the yeah. hulk was never a motherfucker that laughed yeah you know if he did it was maybe in a, in the comic every blue moon but the yeah. hulk was just really smashing motherfuckers mm-hmm. and turning green and punching mm-hmm. people through walls and slamming them yeah but that did the marvel turn the hulk into a big fucking teddy bear yeah, i have cool. a problem with that yeah that yeah i, yeah, I guess if we want to be like you, you want to we love marvel you have to be you know we gotta be real. critical we gotta yeah. be critical that the last the last thor movie a lot of people liked the movie they thought it was extremely funny but that's not cool me personally liked I think you need to find that balance. Mm-hmm. Like with in Infinity War, that was like funny moments, but the right people yeah. were funny. It wasn't like what what there's this um there's this YouTube article um or it's like a video essay about um like films and films shying away from trying to have like a serious moment. Right. So instead of like if if someone's like is heartbroken over a situation or there's a sad moment in the movie Instead of like allowing that sad moment to play out, they'll mask it with a joke at the end. That's not cool. Where like somebody like you know drops a ball on their foot, or they trip walking away, or you know something like that. Instead of like letting that, letting the people in the audience like feel that emotion, like you know right. take take that journey with them, they just kind of like cover it with a laugh at the end, which think, is like annoying. I think Jurassic World did a great. They did a great job with what you just said, though. Yeah. It's like you actually feel for the dinosaurs. Yeah, the dinosaurs, when the dinosaurs you know, are at the end. You really, you really mm-hmm. feel for them. So that's a great point. But mm-hmm. like the movie uh, um, Deadpool, it's hard to watch for me because he never was my favorite character, first of all. Secondly, there's just too much fucking humor in that movie. Yeah. Just so much. It's just too much to where you laugh at some shit and it's just like, it's just so predictable. Here goes another joke, another joke, another yeah. joke, another. I just can't do it. I didn't. Mm-hmm. When I watch a comic book movie, at least me at least, 
or comic book character in a movie, I'm not really expecting it to just be a comedy show. Yeah. I would have watched fucking Kevin Hart if I wanted, yeah. to, if I wanted to laugh. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the Wolverine movies, they did an amazing yeah. job with that. But that's considered like a, a Western. Um, yeah, they use, but they essentially, there's like a Western format, format about like, you yeah. know, taking a journey and, mm-hmm. you know, you know stuff like that and they they kind of utilize, utilize that and then created a um beautiful movie yeah. by the way that's what a, a lot of the marvel movies now are starting to do they're starting to you know pick genres and then throw their superhero movies into it so like you said like the wolverine one was a western um the uh the, there's a new uh, x-men movie that's coming out that's supposed to be like a horror movie and what yeah, they basically threw some mutants into a horror movie, so that's horror like... Horror movie. Yeah, we don't know. Like, I don't know how it's going to be, but it's it's something fresh. It's something new that's wow. never been done before. That's so. fucking crazy. Yeah. A horror should. movie, like, oh, wow. I don't know how this is going to play out. Yeah. I'm going to tell you what I didn't like. It, it's not so much has anything to do with race. It just has something to do with... Because um, they've done this many times, but... Cable. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Cable, but he was an assassin on X-Men. Mm-hmm. It was a big black dude with like a fucking jerry curl. Not a jerry curl, but he had long hair. Mm-hmm. And he had like a big old Yeah, cut. he had a jerry curl. He did? Okay. Mm-hmm. And in, in the movie, it's a white dude. And I was just like, that's Cable? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but the dude played a great Cable and they have changed characters from being white to being black too. Mm-hmm. So, in all fairness. but That's not Cable, that's Bishop. Bishop! I'm yeah, tripping, Bishop. my bad. Yeah. Bishop is Bishop black. was actually in Days of Future Past. Yeah, I'm tripping. I'm he tripping. Died I'm tripping. pretty quickly. Cable was the white dude. Yeah, Cable was the white I'm dude. tripping. I'm they tripping. they look this. They have like similar. Yeah, that's powers what fucked me stuff. up. Yeah. yeah. One thing I will say though is as much as like DC, I mean Marvel is dominating. Yeah. In the in the in the movie realm, DC does a lot of good stuff outside of like the movies. Like definitely, they have um, these animated movies. I don't know if um, a lot of you have probably never heard of them because they don't get advertised as much um, as you know some of the live action stuff. But DC, they make amazing um, animated uh, movies, and they they, they usually do. come like direct to DVDs. You can find them in the red box and stuff like yeah. that. Like. The most recent one of um, that a lot of people were talking about was like the Killing Joke. A lot of people, um, a lot of like real um, cartoon fans, like loved that that one, and they thought it was you know a great uh, you know a great twist to you know the story and stuff like that. And they ha- they have just a bunch of different ones, and they have a whole catalog. You can find them on Netflix and stuff too. So that's yeah. um, they also have um, some Netflix shit, man. Yeah, they have, and DC does have. Um, um, live action TV shows that are also, you know, pretty good. They're they're they have the Flash. The Flash is a show that a lot of people like. A lot of people watch. They have the Green Arrow show. Yeah. They have uh, the Legends of Tomorrow, which is like a a team up thing of a bunch of different characters. Um, and you know that runs every week along with you know on the CW with um with all these other shows. So it's uh it's it's I, I will feel like I feel like DC right now is for like a niche audience like definitely Marvel is like they since they're tapping into so many different fields that Marvel like Marvel has a TV show on like practically every network they got yeah. like something on ABC they got they got something on freeform and freeform is like almost like the new WB or yeah. the new UPN because it's just like 
all these black shows and then they got that cloak and dagger show on there now and they got netflix and then they got fx fx has taken over legion yeah so it's like they just flooding the market and you know dc is just uh, dc is just playing catch up at this point it's pretty stagnant but you want to know how dc can actually uh i won't say make a comeback but literally put up a legit fight because I'm going to be honest, a lot of the characters in DC just ain't happening. Like mm-hmm. Aquaman, no disrespect to Aquaman, but fuck, man, you're just not very interesting. Yeah. <laughs> that movie's coming out, I think, the end of this year. Yeah, you're a fish man. I don't mm-hmm. know how, uh, you know, great. I think they can make a make a fight if they create a new character. I think if you if you have enough creativity to create because you it's not too late it's not like it's a rule that you can't create a new character yeah and just have a whole new storyline make a whole new fresh character give background on him and if he's legitimately interesting they're gonna be like oh i want to see another one yeah. oh i want to see a sequel to that i don't th- to me i don't think i don't think that'll happen i mean it's a cool idea just make something fresh and new yeah they already have like over 100 characters what they need to do like we were talking about on the mm-hmm. phone is like they need to find the right people to bring these characters to life. You got True. like, you got like what Marvel did is they picked a bunch of B characters and they made them popular. Ant Man. Ant Man. I never cared about Ant Man. I want to watch no Ant Man, but yeah. I'm gonna go watch that movie when it come out. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. There's certain characters that I that, that that Marvel has not covered and it's been pissing me off. We're gonna be we're gonna be crucial on DC. We gotta do the same to Marvel. Mm-hmm. Why have I not seen a movie with Gambit yet? I, I mean, they're supposed to be in the works, but they should have been had a movie with Gambit in it, in my opinion. Well, I've he always... was in the he was in the Wolverine movie, but he yeah, kinda, he got, but he got I'm, I'm talking about I'm talking about he needs his, need his own shit. Yeah, um, uh, Storm. That's another one possibly. Storm will be lit. Storm will be so fucking lit. What uh, they need to do is because Storm in uh in the comic book Storm and Black Panther had a thing for yeah that'd be crazy yeah that'd be crazy yeah yeah they did it was wasn't they like together mm-hmm. yeah they was Storm was with a lot of people actually Wolverine was hitting it too nah Wolverine was hitting that he, I thought he was trying to smash Jean Wolverine was hitting everybody damn there's a whole bunch of different iterations where Wolverine be having kids with like yeah that's true people. Wolverine was putting them claws in everybody. Ah! <laughs> Y'all play the video game Tornado Call, Tornado Call, <laughs> bro. The, the Marvel versus Capcom. That shit was that lit, was tight, man. I got the game actually. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't played it very much. Yeah, man. Hey, man. Um, this is just off the just off the uh, topic. But one time I was like I was like in the eighth grade, mm-hmm. and back in the mall. They used to have a place called The Tilt, and mm-hmm. it was an arcade, and uh, I put in some quarters. My dad gave me a shitload of quarters, because he used to work in the, in the mall in Robinson's May, which is no longer in the mall, but he worked in shipping and receiving, mm-hmm. and I had to wait there for like three hours till he got off of work, because my dad was a single father, Yeah, and I had to wait. I had to get off of school, and then I got a ride to his job. He had to pick me up on his break, take me to his job. So, because I wasn't old enough to be at the house by myself. But to make a long story short, he gave me a fucking cup full of quarters to be in the arcade for hours. Mm-hmm. I went in there, put in some quarters, and this Asian kid came up. And for some reason, I don't know why, but them Capcom games, Capcom and Marvel and all them, 
the Asian kids be just real good at it. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not saying every Asian kid is good at video games, but you know, Capcom, Marvel. Every time you go to those uh, championships, it's always Asian kids <laughs> dominating. So this dude came up with a bunch of his cousins there, and I'm playing. He plays me, and I just destroy this kid. Then then he puts in. He I play this guy like five times. I destroy this kid. Then he quits. His cousin plays. I beat him. I literally, and I didn't even, I wasn't even good at the game. I was just pressing buttons. I had Wolverine, and I just kept grabbing him. Tornado call. Tornado call. I was fucking them kids up. Yeah, man, but that was just a um, very prideful moment I'd like to reflect back on. Good job, man. I'm, I'm yeah, proud man, of you. I'm proud of myself. What they need to do is make a street. What Let's talk about, like, movies outside of, like, DC and Marvel that they, like, that type of superhero realm that they need to like make live action movies Street for. Fighter? Another yeah. one? A real one though like this a, time? Like a legit. Like a real one. Yeah. Because the old one was like, and was a, you know, a up. lot of it was like technology too. Yeah. You know I mean? like back then, like you didn't have the, the same amount of CGI and stuff that they do now. So Man, I that's a good idea. Yeah. A real Street Fighter though. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know what they should come out with today? It'd be dope as fuck. A new Mortal Kombat. That would be. I would definitely watch. That was like even the old one. I think it was. It was I. Right. I think I don't even. I think it was the second one. They they weren't they weren't like great, but for the time, like I actually liked them. They don't yeah. they don't hold up well to today. But when definitely. I watched it the first time, I was like, oh, this is dope. It's some shit they got to revisit and make over, man. Yeah. I think Mortal Kombat and definitely Street Fighter would be cool. Street Fighter. My dream. I'm just putting it out there into the universe is to to direct the Dragon Ball Z movie. Oh shit! So That's maybe a like deal. six years down the line when they're like trying to do production on it, um, we can come back to this and be like, man, he actually did it. Man, I believe in you, man. You got a vision, dude, and you know you wouldn't be as far as you are today if you didn't believe in yourself. Like this. You got to believe in yourself, folks. Yeah. You got to believe in yourself, man. You mm-hmm. got I know it's hard sometimes. You look at all these people doing great things and you just yeah. don't see it. You got to start seeing that shit. Yeah. If you got if you're an, if you're an artist like and you got a canvas, stop quitting. Mm-hmm. Finish that piece of work. There's a girl I used to work with. She would like draw great sketches. Mm-hmm. And then she'd just stop. And I'd be like, why did you stop? She's like, oh, I'll get to it later. I said, that's great. You need to finish that. Mm-hmm. Stop leaving it like that. Finish it. That's real. And she's like, oh, all right, I'll finish it. Yeah. And then she finished it. I said, that looks great. You finally finished it after like fucking three weeks. Yeah. Don't stop doing it. Keep yeah. working, man. You can always get better at something. Definitely. I know, like, I've seen it, like, personally, like, with, um, even, even like, terrible rappers. Mm-hmm. Like, I know people personally that I was like, bruh, like, I don't know if you're a good rapper. And then, like, I come back and I hear some of they, some of their music, their more recent music, and I'm like, yo, dog, this is dope. Like, you know, congrats, man. You've been, you know, you've been working hard, putting putting time into your craft and stuff like That's that. That's true. So. And it's not like, it's not like your opinion was just like the, the end all. Yeah. It's the fact that you've seen the improvements. Even yeah. if I feel the artist is not good and then they still not that good, but they got better, I'd be like, yo, you got better. Mm-hmm. Like this shit sounds legit better. Yeah. Cause I'm not some hater, man. It's just like some people when they don't, when they when they don't have anything going on for themselves, they just want to keep you beneath them by telling you negative things. Yeah. So you can't let that happen. Most mm-hmm. most people in this world only pay attention to people who have made it. That's they don't. Real. They only pay. They only pay attention yeah. to the you know to the Charlemagnes. They only pay attention to the Will Smiths. They only pay attention to Nipsey Hussle. They they don't pay attention to somebody in their own town. Damn. Because they don't see it within themselves. Yeah. They'd be like, oh, he ain't nobody. 
Mm-hmm. Let me go to Nipsey Hussle's page and like all his pictures. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm not even gonna front. I fall victim to it too. We all have. Um, but you know, that yeah, that is like get you know if you if you if you scrolling through SoundCloud or something like that or mm-hmm. whatever, all the, all those people that you look up to started from ground zero. Ground you know, zero. They didn't man. come into the game with already a million fans or whatever they they once upon a time had five people listen to their song on soundcloud or whatever but now they're you know on a different level so that you know that next net that next drake or that next you know whatever that next good podcast that Mm -hmm. next good movie director or whatever is out there so if you see a movie on youtube or whatever just you know definitely Give it a chance. And you know what? I just I know I say thank you a lot, but I just want to thank anybody that's made it this far to this podcast and has mm-hmm. been listening and that has reciprocated to me. Hey, I like your podcast. You guys are cool. And it's not because you're kissing my ass or, blow, yeah. or, you know, blowing smoke up it. It's the fact that you hopped on things early. Like, if you literally like something, then let people know. There is yeah. a, a rap artist that I found, and he had kind of a buzz. He probably had, like, I don't know, probably, like, Seven thousand, like six thousand followers at the time, mm-hmm. and I told him, I said, "Man, I love your music, man. I found you on LiveMixtapes.com," mm-hmm. and he's like, "Really, bro?" I said, "Man, you probably one of my favorite artists right now." He's like, "You jiving me, man? Thank you." Mm-hmm. And then, uh, like, he couldn't believe it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's because I hopped on early, and now you know he's getting a lot more attention. The guy's awesome. I might pop up here and there and be like, "Yo, man, like you putting out so much music, it's hard for me to keep up, but I'm loving what I'm hearing, man. Keep it up." Yeah. And then the light button, like, hey, man, thanks, brother. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. That's how people grow, man. Like, yeah. If, especially if you if you personally know these people, you know, don't be afraid to um, share, you know, share something or yeah. share something. With, you know, me and Eddie, that's how, like, I think the, the, the biggest example of, you know, or maybe like two examples that I could think of off the top of my head that we kind of like share with one another when we were more, I get, when we were, um, you know, first starting to recognize these artists. Like one of them was Wiz Khalifa. Yeah. Like when he was just rapping on YouTube and smoking weed and stuff, like, yep. you know, somebody brought it to me, you know, I brought it to my friend and then my friend, you know, brought it to him and Eddie, you know, we show it to Eddie and then it's like, yo, like this dude is, you know, this dude is really dope. And then he blow up black and yellow. Come on. And then, you know, he got the number one song in the country and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Or even like Childish Gambino when he was just, you know, dropping mixtapes and, you know, making sketch comedy on YouTube. And then all of a sudden, like, yeah, he been Star Wars. First. Yeah, he in Star Wars. Brother, and, yeah. You know, he got a, you know, Emmy Award and like all this crazy stuff. So, you know, all these people are out there. Like, don't be the, don't be the late person. Be the early person where you could be That's like, true. yeah, I found that dude. Like, this is, like, I knew him before he was such and such. So, yeah. That's true. I, th- I think it comes with having an open mind and an open ear, mm-hmm. you know, because a lot of times, you know, I'll run into podcasts and I'll be like, I don't know if I had the energy to, mm-hmm. you know, be listening to this and that. But, you know, just do it. Put mm-hmm. yourself through it to try to listen and find something new. Yeah. And then you'll be thankful that you did. There's some yeah. people that I've, I've heard some people on SoundCloud that weren't very popular. Actually, recently, a music artist, he had a whole album on SoundCloud. Yeah. And I was like, bro. This shit is dope, man. This shit is good, man. Yeah. Like, this shit is legit good. Yeah. And I was one of the only comments in there, and he was like, wow, dude, thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> he's getting no type of, you know, and I liked it. Mm-hmm. So it, it should be, it may be in my likes on SoundCloud, but. Yeah. Dude, there's this, there's this, like, an example. 
there's a dude, he dropped like one mixtape on SoundCloud or, you know, maybe on like whatever mixtape website. And then he posted like a couple other tracks on, on SoundCloud. And when Drop when Doctor when the Straight Out of Compton movie came out, Dr. Dre had dropped the um that Compton album along with it. Mm-hmm. For I don't know how he found Dre or how they got to one another, but that dude just kinda ended up on Dr. Dre album. So <laughs> <laughs> he was he was writing on the album. He got like a couple uh a couple like songs where he's singing a hook and stuff like that. So it's like you know what I mean? Like these people, they're Bruh. definitely out there. I think it's what crazy. it is too is just like when talent knows talent. Yeah. I, I think like they'll they'll look at your. I think you. It's some artists like let's say for example, you only getting a thousand views on SoundCloud, but you make great music. Yeah. And somehow Dr. Dre hears this shit and he look at your resume. He's like, yo, this shit is good. Yeah. Like he ain't blue, he ain't even blue yet. Like ain't nobody giving him no attention. This mm-hmm. dude is like legit good. Yep. Let me hear. Let's see what he could do for me. And then you put him in a room. Let's say the dude is a producer. You put him in a room with all this new equipment. Yeah. And he stay in that place for like two days straight, learning how to use the equipment. And he come out making hot beats. Mm-hmm. He never had to go through, you know, you know, all these people rejecting him and stuff because he found somebody that really knows he has talent. Yeah. But it's just, it's about longevity too, man. I, we going to be up here every week doing this shit. Yeah. You know, so that's the thing. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Well, you know what? I don't think we have a whole lot else to say. Oh, oh, oh. We'll leave with this. LeBron James just became a Laker today. Yeah. Wow. Am I shocked? I'm definitely, definitely shocked. Mm-hmm. Am I a LeBron fan? I am not. But I do recognize his greatness. I think he's one of the greatest players to ever play the game. And he's coming to put that purple and gold on. I hope he brings us the title. Mm-hmm. He, he also brought along with him Lance Stevenson, which is also, he's one of my I'm one of my favorite players. He may not be the best player in the league, but he's awesome. Very yeah. ener- high-energy guy. Yeah. We're going to see how this plays out. Yeah. I think, you know, for most Lakers fans and most fans of Kobe Bryant, we have bashed LeBron James over the years. Definitely. Um, but once you, you know, it's it's just like anything. Like, you could be, you could, you could be, um, you know, it just in life in general, like, you know, if this is just a, a smart business decision, you're going to bring somebody on board that's really good for your company. Or, you know, if you're making a movie and you don't necessarily get along with such and such, but they, they're good at what they do. And you just kind of find a way to, you know, make it work. And, you know, that's kind of how it is. But at the end of the day, like, uh, it's, it's basketball. Like, you would be an idiot not to be like LeBron James is the best player in the world. Like anybody will want him on their oh, team yeah, at definitely. the end of the day. So definitely, I, I love it. Yeah. I, I love it. And you know, at first, you know, I was just like, man. I mean, I could care less. You know, if we yeah. get him or not. I think it was awesome. I think yeah. LeBron, if he does, he if he brings that winning pedigree to the West and to the Lakers, I love it. Yeah. Also, we you know kind of what we talked about earlier is like. Um, we didn't. We haven't mentioned him much on the podcast. We mentioned nope. kind of here and there, but nope. now that we have like processed it, we don't have to be like, "Oh there man!" You like you can't. You won't listen to last week's podcast and be like, "Man, LeBron trash." You should stay in there. There you go. But Part- now, like we processed it, processed it and stuff, and we can, you know, we can give you a more legit, very, very great point. Great yeah. point. Think, so, think before you speak, and yeah. if you need extended time to do it, then do it. I've, I've said foolish things before in the past, but it has not been recorded. So thank, thank, <laughs> thank goodness for that. Yeah. Well, we came to the end of the podcast. We want to thank you for listening. This is the Trucker's Mind Podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy, K-Things. We out. Peace.